It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're in the Mothership Studio 22. Do you know what's worse than a babbling, incoherent, dementia-ridden, inept president? A babbling, incoherent, dementia-ridden, inept president with a fake sense of rage and anger. Why are you so angry, Joe? Why are you so mad? What are you so pissed off at? Is it because you're not given the same free pass as Barack Obama? You realize, Joe, that your incompetence is indefensible. Literally, no one can give you a pass on this level of insanity, Joe. I don't care how mad you get, how fake the rage is. Literally, nobody's giving you a pass. Everyone also knows, Chris Cruz, that this is an illegitimate president. He was not elected. He was appointed. He's not in charge of anything, and it absolutely shows. And he's pissed off because he can't hide it anymore. Did you see the little speech he gave yesterday, Lisa Page? Did you watch this I mean, thing? reluctantly. Oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> I want to talk about this uh, mad Joe, angry Joe. Joe's pissed off, and he wants everybody to know it. The guy's already had an anger problem. We saw it through the uh, primaries. We saw it through the election. Anytime somebody questioned him, he had to, you know, come on, man. Look, 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 uh, and get in everybody's face. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Well, now the stuff's gotten real because um, lives have been lost. People have been abandoned. People have been stranded, Jen Psaki. And uh, guess what? You're not getting a free pass on this thing. See, see, he just thought he was going to get a little ass pat, you know. You know, hey, Joe, you get out there, you do this, uh, you do what your handler is saying. We'll take care of all the rest. I, I was uh, instructed to call on uh, uh, NBC. Uh, this guy is off his meds, absolutely off his rocker. George Clooney's not coming to your defense, bro. Neither is uh, any of your other Hollywood woke celebrity friends because they're not your friends. They don't care, Joe. You're a puppet. You're a puppet. You know what happens to puppets whenever people pull their hand out of your ass? You get thrown in the bottom of the closet, and that's what's going to happen with you, Joe. You're going to go down as hands down the worst president in the history of the United States of America. Joe Biden isn't there. He's an addle brain Pudding eating, insure drinking, asleep by 3.30, <laughs> or if you're speaking to the leader of Israel, napping. Uh, th this guy, everybody knows he's a straw man, and he's not there. The, uh, the door's unlocked to the house. Uh, the lights aren't on. It's, it's vacant upstairs. The dude is one sandwich short of a full picnic. And uh, Lisa Page, I'm pissed. So, so today we're going to have we're going to have Angry Joe. We're going to talk about Angry Joe because <laughs> everybody else is pissed. Yeah, I mean, f this guy. I mean, this guy. And and I want to talk about. I I want to. I really in the next segment. I want to give my personal condolences to Joe, who can't get over the death of his son, Bo Biden, who apparently was close to Messiah like. I want to talk about this because Joe. That's all Joe can talk about. Yeah. Is is his my my son my my son Bo? They had or Sean Hannity had two of the dads on of the servicemen who died. Did you see that? And one of the fathers could not believe what he was hearing out of Joe Biden's mouth when he was referring back to Bo and not mentioning his son who just talked more about Bo than he did his own son who was who was just lost. Um, lots to get into on the show. Uh, going to keep it fresh, going to keep it real. I'm just sick and tired of the whole thing. I say we just make Texas a country again right there. Please, that's, can that's we? The yes, deal. let's go.
That's the deal. The Puppet Master. Mark is driving us into the nether regions of all things rage. <laughs> Both real and fake. Thank you, Mark. You're going to have to put up with my adrenaline today because I am fired up. Chris Cruz, I don't know what that guy's saying because I don't speak Spanish. Um, <laughs> no, Lisa, no. how's your throat? You feeling better? D please don't make me laugh too much today or then I will go into a coughing fit. Okay, yeah. And then we're all going to be in trouble. So it's, just please. Is it the Rona? Not the Rona? No, it ain't the Rona. Oh, yeah. Chris and I had a dialogue this whole week. Don't I, get me started. I saw Stu the other day and I said, is it quiet around your house? Uh, yeah. He's like, I've never seen, I've never heard it be so silent in my house. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back. And um, uh, of course, different folks dealing with different things. A lot of stuff's going on. School has started back. Summer is basically over. Uh, I went fishing yesterday. I'll talk about that. I'm going to tell you our few fish stories. Uh, but before we do that, let's, um, let's talk about our friends over at Bonner. Private wine. Look at that. Isn't that pretty? That's bottle? pretty. Oh, they've got so many of these beautiful uh, Malbecs. I used to kind of be in the, I, I kind of made a hobby out of going to the grocery store and seeing if I could find inexpensive wines that were still good. So I'd buy those like $7 and $9 bottles. And, and uh, then I made a little money. And I discovered that there's a difference, actually, in wines. You buy that cheap stuff. It's just a cheap headache is what it is. Uh, and then I, and I fell, in, fell in love years ago with red wines, specifically um, Cabernets and the Malbecs, the strong stuff. Well, the Malbec is some of the, uh, the most powerful, most potent, most incredibly flavored red wines you can get. And this particular Malbec comes from the uh, our friends at CowboyWines.com, grown at the third highest vineyard on the planet down in Argentina and uh, these guys know how to get these rare wines into your hands in America from Argentina right now if you go to cowboywines.com you don't even need a discount code they're going to send you the case 50% off and 50% off your shipping you don't need a promo code they will send you this stuff get it while it lasts visit cowboywines.com get your Malbecs from Argentina CowboyWines.com. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, just before I, before I get all riled up, um, I had to take a little break. I had to do a little East Texas campaigning. I did it out at Lake Fork. I was with my buddy Jason Kahn, who is, in my opinion, the best uh, bass fishing guide out on Lake Fork. Uh, Jason Kahn Fishing. Got to give him a shout out. Uh, that's on Instagram, Jason Kahn Fishing. Follow him. Also on TikTok. You see some pretty cool little, uh, pretty cool fishing videos on there. We even posted a couple of them yesterday. Um, stayed at Pope's Landing. I, you don't ever, like, like, I like to go be outdoorsy right but i don't really rough it anymore i've done that i don't want to sleep on the ground pope's landing the marina out there they have these little mini cabins okay like I these little mini houses yeah like i think i need a mini house but i need like six of them connected to each other <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but it was kind of cool i mean it was you know right on the water and the whole That's thing nice. where's pope's landing it's out there in uh, alba texas where the hell is alba on, texas on lake fork it's a destination yeah, but Lake Fork is, I mean, you catch monsters. Texas legend Steve Helms, he caught an eight-pounder yesterday. He was all excited. Did he grill it up and eat it? We don't, you don't eat bass. Oh. You, you release them. Oh. You catch them and you throw them back. I mean, you can. Trust me, I'm a redneck. I grew up eating them. <laughs> <laughs> 
but 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 now he's sportfish. Oh. So yeah, we were with Jason Kahn. Anyway, check him out. They, were, they we had a lot of fun. Um, it was hot, hotter than Gehenna, but um, it was fun. The uh, we we're blessed here in America, folks. If you don't realize this, then you're stupid. Okay, we're blessed. We we are we are comfortably obese mentally physically socially emotionally we think we're oppressed we're not oppressed i mean you saw the images of the black hawk helicopter and the body hanging underneath it uh this is afghanistan right and and i'm listening to beck this morning right coming for you beck i'm listening to glenn and and glenn's talking about if you have friends or family that are in Afghanistan, and I'm like, he's saying it like he's he's talking about Denton County, you know, yeah. like 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 we're just gonna run over there. Here's what you need to tell them to do. Like like if you're in the path of the storm, take shelter. It's time. It, and he was giving this checklist of things you need to tell them to do. <laughs> Delete all of this stuff. Upload this stuff to this app to the cloud. Dress like make yourself as unattractive as possible. Completely cover if you're a female. Uh, these are the kind of things we're talking to Westerners. We're talking to, and, and the whole concept of if you want to get out of Afghanistan, we'll get you out of Afghanistan, right? That was the rhetoric. That was the Joe Biden rhetoric. If you want to get out, everybody wants to get out of Afghanistan. Like if you were there for whatever reason, if, if you were there for some form of a, I mean, nobody goes to Afghanistan without a purpose. Yeah, when Jen Psaki last week was like, you know, and any American who wants to come home, as opposed to they want to stay in Afghanistan, you idiot. Have you ever been to like what? the Bahamas right. or the Caribbean and yeah. you've been like, you know what, I could get stranded uh, here. Sure. Nobody says, I want to stay in Peshawar. You- <laughs> no one says, I want to get stuck in Kabul. Exactly. That's nobody. Nobody's like you know what? Th- I have finally found paradise. Yes. Like I have sought for the towers of Babylon. I have looked for the hanging gardens. I have looked for Eden, the Garden of Eden. I like I this the fountain of youth. Here it is. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I have found it right here in the desert sands of shitty Afghanistan, and I want to stay. I'm ch- and I'm choosing to stay. That's how she spun it. Yeah. Who if they if Americans who want to choose choose to come home? What are you? To- when she said that, I knew that clip was just going to go viral because everyone was losing their minds. It's insanity. Come for the weather, stay for the sand. Uh, but apparently this has been the most successful airlift operation in the history uh. of the United States. Uh, pat yourself on your decrepit, crippled back, Joe Biden, yeah. for, for just, you know, we've been there. I've heard all these talking heads, uh. you know, these Democrats. Oh, we've been there. Four presidents have now been in Afghanistan. All of them promised to end the war in Afghanistan. This president, this president, the most popular president in the history of the world, 81 million voters, this president has gotten us out, finally. I mean, left the freaking dogs. Oh, don't get me started on the dogs. Left the equipment, left people behind. Apparently there's a whole group from a school in San Diego yeah. that are 20 still families. there. Yeah. We've, got a, we've got a congressman that's MIA who went on a secret mission. Um, no, which, but it was a perfect, it was a successful mission. I mean, you know, I... Uh, and by the way, by the way, our buddy Chad Robichaud, uh, <laughs> SaveOurAllies.org, Mighty Oaks Foundation, they got more people out than anybody. They got almost 13,000 people out. And you know what? Now his, now his social medias have been banned. Oh, yep. They've been shut down. I talked to him this morning. Play the clip. Let's talk about what a, a successful mission we had here, Mark. Play clip one. 
Last night in Kabul, the United States ended 20 years of war in Afghanistan, the longest war in American history. We completed one of the biggest airlifts in history, with more than 120,000 people evacuated to safety. That number is more than double what most experts thought were possible. No nation, no nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. The only the United States had the capacity and the will and ability to do it, and we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravery, and selfless courage of the United States military and our diplomats and intelligence professionals. Yeah, no, no nation, no nation, you say to that, no nation has ever shit the bed as bad as we have mm-hmm. and called it a success. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's been plenty of nations throughout history who have done some really dumb things. I mean, there's, there's leaders that are real, I mean, they've really made history doing some real dumb things, but nobody has ever looked at them and said, you know what? We're going to spin this thing and call it a success. I mean, we have, re- oh yeah, you, you, you spent some gas money airlifting people out of there leaving people behind what about the people who couldn't even get to the airport what about the people who were sitting there screaming holding their passports in the air saying i'm an american citizen Mm -hmm. i'm an american citizen the planes are on the ground they can't get to the planes can't even get in there oh white house corrects biden claimed that 90 percent of americans got out of afghanistan Ooh, that's some fuzzy math ain't it uh that's what he told everybody that uh, said we've got 90 90% 90% out. Uh, bottom line, 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave, wanted to well, leave, again, yeah, were I able wanted. to leave. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So the uh, White House released, uh, replaced the word 90 with a strike through and added 98. Oh, wow. Their numbers are... So- if anyone believes uh, anything the White House is saying, no! anything that comes out of this administration... There's nothing to believe anymore. Yeah, there's nothing. If they're saying it, it's a lie. It's opposite. It's opposite month here. Everything that the Biden administration says is opposite. You know why Joe's mad? Because it ain't over yet. I did this whole thing. No. It is going. That's why every Republican in Washington D.C. has said, "Resign. We don't even want to go through the process of impeaching. Just go. Just quit. You suck." Like, imagine, Chris. Can you imagine? Like, you got to have surgery, right? You got to have a surgery, like a, like an open heart surgery kind of thing. It's going to be delicate. It's going to be sensitive. They they try. They got to save your life. Like you really need a surgeon who, with fine gifted hands and know how and 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 just skill and artistry, to come in there and just operate on your delicate body and take care of your heart. And then Joe Biden walks in the room. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, there's nobody on the planet that would be like, you know what? Hell oh yeah, God. I smell competence nobody says no that. nobody does that because he's not he's not and you're like well Chuck, you're talking about surgery what are, what are you this is global I, uh-huh. politics and policy these are human lives that are that are involved here uh play uh play the uh clip the uh, number two mark do you have a sense this morning as you talk to uh people on the ground and you talk to people across the Defense Department about how many Americans remain in Afghanistan <laughs> I can't, today. 
I don't think there's an exact figure, Willie. Uh, no, we there's never been an exact the vast, figure. vast majority of American citizens out, something to the tune of 6,000 of them. Uh, and we think it's probably in the low hundreds uh, that, uh, that are still hundreds. there. And, and there were also right. several hundred others that didn't want to leave. No. They don't want to leave, Lisa. Who chooses to stay in Afghanistan <laughs> when you're an American? Who chooses? Uh, you, you know what? Oh! This ain't Baltimore we're talking Jeez, about. Jeez, I know. This, this, is, this is not Baltimore, and Baltimore's shitty enough. And, you know, they're so they're just so passive-aggressive about it. They're just so, like, laid back and casual. Hey, yeah, just a couple hundred Americans, they are wanting to stay. They're choosing to hang out there. I, I You're right. I mean, it, it is. It's almost like, how dare you ask us? I mean, just a slap in the face. How dare you ask us? Right. Um, how, how dare you do this? Um, this was a botched operation. This was stupid. You allowed <laughs> the Taliban to dictate the timeline. You 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 turned everything back over to them. Just eighty-five billion dollars of military technology and equipment you left on the ground. You got helicopters. You got all kind of stuff. And guess what? They didn't even wait a day. No, they, they didn't even wait. wait a day. And China's moving in. Hell no. China's marching right in there, doing oh, yeah. the Belt Road Initiative. They're coming right in there. They're going to get the lithium mines. And, and listen, we talked about this. Glenn Beck, he goes over there. They're airlifting people out. $33 million the Nazarene Fund has, has raised uh, in, in two weeks or less. And listen, where's Zuckerberg? Where's, where's uh, yeah. um, anybody? Where's Silicon Oprah? Valley? I where, want to know where Oprah where's is. Oprah? Where's, where's Elon Musk? Yeah. Where's, where's anybody? Where's anybody with lots of money? They want China in yeah. Afghanistan. They want China in Afghanistan because they want cheap lithium. They want cheap batteries. They want cheap crap so they can keep giving you cell phones and cars and uh, electric BS that you, you know, they want that stuff because it's lining their pockets. They don't care about the fall of Afghanistan. They're not interested in anybody getting out of there because let's face it, they don't care if Americans die. They don't care. They don't care if Americans die. Just they, like this administration. They already saw, they, they, they don't care. Lisa, Lisa they already, they're pedophile, adrenochrome sucking Weird asses already sold their souls to the devil years ago. Mm -hmm. They don't care about human lives. Mm -mm. Nope. They don't. Play clip three, Mark. When I was running for president, Can't stand oh, I made a Look commitment to the American eyes. people that I would end this war. Yeah. Today, I've honored that commitment. This guy. Look at him. Like Pat himself on the back. It was time to be honest with the American people again. We no longer had a clear purpose in an open-ended mission in Afghanistan. After 20 years of war in Afghanistan, I refused to send another generation of America's sons and daughters to fight a war that should have ended long ago. Stick it up your ass, Joe. It's <sighs> where, where's everybody who voted for Joe Biden? 81 million Crick amazingly silent people. Yeah, nobody wants to say a dang uh, word well, now. Dead people usually don't say much. Yeah. And Chad, the sad part is while the president is trying to look all tough, currently the Taliban did a parade with all of our equipment yeah. in the middle of the Kabul area. They're parading our uniform. They're parading the flag on top of our Humvees. A Humvee that I was only allowed to touch if I had training. Mm -hmm. And now we just left that over there. Then you got the Blackhawks 
uh, doing public hanging. Yeah, they figured out how to fly those suckers real quick. In didn't four they? days. I mean, flew it good, too. They did. And by the way, these were people that got, Chad, I don't know how old you were in 2001. I was still in middle school. But didn't they tell us back in the day these were just people with horses? <laughs> <laughs> these were people with horses, and now they have our Blackhawks. Yeah. Yeah. They used to strap machine guns, AK-47s, rusty AK-47s on the sides of goats. Uh, and, and now they've, yeah. Uh, and, and guess who's now going to have access to the, that technology? Mm -hmm. The Chinese. Yeah. Cool. Go in there and study that. I'm going to tell you what I think about Bo Biden in that whole scenario when we come back. But, um, God, let's crack open that Bonner wine. Yeah, then. I'll take a glass. You know two. how real this is? Like, I was at, uh, I was at, one of the restaurants there, Sidekicks Bar and Grill. They're in Emory, Texas. Oh, this hello. Week. Shout out there to two nights. And they got, you know, the 13 uh, service, service people. They got the beer mm -hmm. set out on the table Honoring, with yes. their names yep. in front of every single one of them. And so many different places are doing this. It's a heavy reminder. Yeah. When he talks about, we're not going to send any more of America's sons and daughters. Listen, save your rhetoric, Joe. Save your rhetoric. Those people understand the sacrifice. They know what they signed up for. They know what the mission was. Uh, the problem is, you guys, you guys in Washington, D.C., y'all ain't had a damn mission. Mm -mm. Joe Biden doesn't have a mission to do anything except get to bedtime again. Yeah. Uh, how much equity do you have in your home? 50000 100000 Either way, you got equity in your home. Cybercrime experts are alerting homeowners right now that you have a great chance for folks to come after your home's equity. Home title theft is one of the fastest growing uh, crimes in America. You've got to talk to Home Title Lock. They, uh, the cyber thieves, they go in, search the databases that are online. They find the uh, deed to your home. They file a quick claim, and then they're going to sign their name over to it, uh, saying that you sold their home, your home to them, and they're going to take out loans against your equity. And you're going to start getting foreclosure notices, eviction notices. You're going to get bills saying you owe the, these different lending companies. Don't do that. Don't let that happen to you. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address today. They will tell you if you have already become a victim to cyber thieves for your home. Uh, and they'll give you a, a, a month for free. They'll give you 30 days. Uh, it's a $100 value for free. Uh, go check them out. HomeTitleLock.com. Protect your most important asset here. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. We'll be right back. Um, gosh. Um... So many things I want to say, Lisa, and I have to, I have to calm myself down because, you know, to say that, you know, Biden said in April, I made a decision to end this war. You didn't end the war, dude. You didn't end the war. You escalated this stuff. Uh-oh, grab your microphone. Yeah, there goes Lisa tearing oh, things apart. Sorry. Look, I said I was choosing my words. I wasn't going to start throwing furniture. Sorry about All that. Right? Lo siento mucho. I'm not losing it here. Uh, you escalated this, Joe. Um, you, you set a deadline. You told our enemies when we would be uh, moving. And uh, 
that's like putting on lines and uh, hey, everybody, my home is going to be vacant. Uh, exactly. This, and, and here's where the hide a key is, by the way. Hide-a-key. You know what? You know what? Screw it. The doors are unlocked. I'll just leave the valuables out on the front porch for you. Uh, just come get them. You use them as you want. This is the kind of mindset that our, our government has right now. Play, uh, let's see what number that one is, Marcus. Play clip number, well, where'd it go? Four. At the risk of, of seeming like an ivory tower professor, I just want to put the withdrawal in historical context. Here we go. Here's a disastrous withdrawal. When the British left Afghanistan in 1842, 4,500 troops left Kabul, and one Englishman 11 days later arrived in Jalalabad. That was a disastrous evacuation. Here's another one. When the British left India in 1947-1948 just pulled out. Over the next few years, two million people died as that country uh, was divided in half. When the French left Algeria in 1962, hundreds of thousands of people died, including thousands and thousands of Frenchmen, and that country is still not healed. Those are disastrous withdrawals. We don't know what the extent of a truly disastrous withdrawal would have been. The counterfactuals are, are, are just immense. I mean, I think when this is looked back on, people will say, yep, he got us out of there. Uh, a, t- a terrible tragedy that 13 uh, uh, American servicemen and women died. Uh, we got 100,000 people out. When we left Vietnam in 1975, you could argue that every member, every citizen of South Vietnam, Vietnam worked for the Americans during that war. And we took a few thousand people out. Uh, we, we left while we were being fired upon by the. Yeah. OK, so. I'm so happy that we are uh, comparing our numbers here <laughs> yeah. to what the British did in 1842 when they walked across the desert to leave or 1947 when they left India. Two million people died. Not that day. Not that day. My God, 13 service members died in a terrorist attack the other day. 130 or some odd plus uh, Afghan citizens around the airport Mm -hmm. died the other day Mm -hmm. in one attack. Let me explain something, you Mm -hmm. douchebag. We don't know what's going to happen in the days ahead. It ain't going to be good. It ain't going to be good. This is a weak administration. You just opened up the people of this nation to terror, to executions, to persecutions, to murders, to rapes, to violence, to forced marriages, to sexual assault, to trafficking, to the Chinese. I mean... You, you, look at what the Chinese government's doing to the Uyghur Muslims in the actual nation of China. Guess what they're going to do to you, Afghanistan, to the Afghan people? Absolutely. You want to know what history's going to say to this administration? This was the absolute worst. Because time is the only thing that's going to tell us how many lives are actually going to be cost because of this dumb decision. Everybody wants to try to do Oh, 1842. <laughs> Moron. And now they're talking about a buyback program. Like they're going to buy the weapons back from the Taliban. Yeah, like they're going to negotiate. What freaking world are we living in? Well, in Joe's head, the Taliban, they're, got, they're nice. They're, they're cool. Oh, yeah. They're totally cool, they're Joe. They're buds. Yeah. They'll have a beer Besties. with you if they drink. Yep, yep, yep. 
in like <coughs> this administration and everybody that's talking about Joe Biden and defending him and whatever, they're talking to us as if we're idiots. Yeah. And that we're not paying attention. Yeah. You know, you've got even moderate Democrats coming out and be like, yeah, that was really not the way we should have done that. Nah. Yeah. A little a little impulsive. And so for Joe Biden to come out and, you know, he keeps saying, you know, my, my son, Bo, my son, Bo, you know, he came back and he had cancer and got cancer. Uh, listen, there's no wonder. There's no wonder Hunter Biden is doing blow off of strippers asses in Russia. This guy is an unloved son, right? Because... Bo was the golden child. Yeah, he was the favorite. Well, Bo, Joe, didn't die in combat. Mm-hmm. Bo died of cancer. I'm sorry, but I don't care. I don't care. Guess what? Lots of people die from cancer. Sad, but life goes on. Right? Some things you can avoid, some things you can't avoid. Guess what, Joe? You're going to die of something. I'm going to die of something. Lisa's going to die of something. Everybody dies of something. Do, do we get to become a cautionary tale? Like, you can't just say it. Chad mm-hmm. Brather, man, he really spoke up for the troops. He was, a, he was a good guy. He was a really great guy. Yeah, well, people are getting blown up over there. Our servicemen and women, they, 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 were sent, they senselessly died. And you're checking your watch. And you're and you, you completely going to disrespect them and say, well, yeah. my son died of cancer. Right. He once wore a uniform. Mm. Um, so I can relate. You can't relate. Joe, you can't relate to yourself. You have no idea what the world... You don't know what this is about. You got to say goodbye to your son. You got to be next to the hospital bed. You were there and able to grieve Mm -hmm. as you said goodbye to your son. These parents weren't allowed to do that. These parents, they got to knock on the door. When the Marine representative came and told them about the loss of their sons or their daughter, they... Were, were awakened to this news. You knew it was coming, Joe. So don't compare, don't insult the American military family, the gold star families of this country by saying that you know what they feel. You don't have a damn clue sitting in your ivory tower. And I appreciate the loss, Joe. I know you lost a baby girl in a car accident. You lost a wife in a car accident. But don't, don't compare those things to these families who made the ultimate sacrifice. Men and women willing to put on a uniform every day with a willingness, knowing good and well, they took an oath to this country to defend it against all enemies, foreign and domestic, knowing that one day they may pay the ultimate sacrifice. And many of these, and these 13 specifically, actually did that senselessly. Why? Because of a decision you made based on a timeline given mm-hmm. to you by our enemies. Mm-hmm. And you said, that's it. We're going to pull out. We're going to do that. Why? For a campaign promise that you made we don't give a shit about your campaign promises joe we don't care about your campaign promises when your campaign promises were crap to begin with and then you're going to give some sense of fake outrage at the american people for questioning you well we're going to question you and we're going to call on you and by god you better be held accountable because this kind of thing can't continue and based on your prior actions this stuff is exactly what we can expect more of Joe, this is what this is America now. You're the one who's running it. And it is a shit show. It's an absolute travesty. It's a circus. They're making fun of us in Europe. Now they might have they might not have liked Orange Man, but by God, he was a lot better than your yellow-bellied ass.
You're a weak, coward man. You can't be challenged. You can't be, you can't be held accountable. Nobody can question you. You won't even take a question, Joe. Telling you what, folks, things are getting bad. Things are getting bad. The dollar, bad. The economy, bad. Stock market, we don't know yet. Listen, we're unsafe. Be glad you don't live in Taiwan because China's about to take mm -hmm. care of them too. Mm -hmm. Joe's not going to do anything about it. Are you prepared? Are you prepared? Let me tell you something. You better be prepping. You better be getting ready right now. You better be taking care of make sure you got food to eat. You better make sure that you got <laughs> stores put back because let me tell you something. The supply chain is going to get cut off. It is. You better make sure you got the food for your family. Tell you what you need to do. Get you a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Grab that microphone, Lisa. Grab it, grab it, grab it. There it goes. Get it from My Patriot Supply. Look at Lisa's head right there. Get out of the way. They've served millions of American families, uh, folks who rely on emergency food. It'll stay fresh for up to 25 years in storage. Their four-week food kit is going to give you over 2,000 calories a day per person, so get a kit for every member of the family. Right now, go to preparewithchad.com. Save 25% off your four-week emergency food kit. Uh, we don't want the worst to happen, but I'm afraid it's in, we're in the process of it. Go to preparewithchad.com right now. Save 20%. We'll be right back. Lisa's back. Gosh. Bad when you got a cough. Dang. Right? I didn't want to mess to sell up your commercial. Patriot supply. I know. And then you got my head in it. Yeah. Just the top of it. Just, it's kind of a weird my angle. My brain's still holding it, holding strong. <laughs> yeah. That's the most important part. Preparewithchat.com. 20% <laughs> off. I'm serious about that. I ordered a bunch of that stuff. Um, I already had a bunch of that stuff. I'll make sure. I, this kid gonna eat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, play clip number seven, Mark. Um, we have asked and talked a little bit about the president's mood over the last few days or his, his mood you know his sense of all of this a few of us observed he seemed angry at the beginning of the speech today uh who's he mad at i would say i'll i'll give you a different assessment of what i saw uh which is that he gave a forceful assessment uh laid out a forceful case to the american people as to why it was time to wind down a 20-year war uh, that has uh, le led to the loss of thousands of lives. And in his view, and I think he made a firm case of this, it's not in our national security interest to be on the ground anymore. So it's, it's funny, first of all, how they, these reporters just tiptoe around her. Like, they're just like, oh, if you don't mind if I ask yeah. a question. They kiss her ass. Um, I hate do it. Do you mind if I, I uh, just, I mean, it's so different oh, from it's... the way they treated Sarah Sanders uh, yeah. or, or Kaylee McEnany. But uh, the... The do you mind if I? It, it seems to me he's like he's a little on edge. Like is he angry? Is he mad? Well, that's not the way we see it, is it? Is yeah. that the way we see it? No, it's not how we. Just, oh no 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 no! No, that's not the way we see it at all. He's forceful. No, he's a dementia-riddled Alzheimer's patient, and he doesn't know how to be challenged because if he gets challenged, he gets pissed off because how dare you touch him? He doesn't. He's just starting to realize he's not the Barack Obama Messiah that that, that everybody had to coddle. He's a he's a blathering old man that doesn't get it. He's lived in an ivory tower for fifty years in Washington D.C. Ten percent for the old man or the big guy. And by challenged, <laughs> we mean he does. He gets mad because it's a question that he did not know was going to be asked, right. and he did not have an answer in front of him. Well, listen. 
He's always been stupid. This we know. We've got 50 years of this. I mean, anybody, anybody, please, I defy you to go back 50 years of, of, of government records and show me one bright spot of genius that Joe Biden ever hinted at. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's, now, he's been very freaking confident, but he's a moron. Chad, who would have thought that in 2021, we'll be saying that bin Laden was correct about Joe Biden. <laughs> Remember that letter? Yeah, I do. That letter that it said that he's just a, basically, I'm paraphrasing, a buffoon. Don't worry about assassinating him. Like, yeah, we're not worried about Joe Biden. Don't worry. Bin Laden was correct. I want yeah. that on a t-shirt. Bin Laden back, was correct. Let me go back to, <laughs> let me go back to uh, um, my original opening monologue when I said he, Joe Biden wasn't elected. We know he wasn't elected. He was appointed. Mm-hmm. It was his time. And I would love to know what in the hell China has on Joe because mm-hmm. God knows he's bent over and had taken it from China, uh, whether it's protecting his, his, you know, his last son um, just let me tell you, they'll, they'll turn the triads loose on Hunter when it's time, and, and that'll be it. Oh, I need a TikTok, don't I? I need to feel guilty for something, because right now I'm feeling pretty effing pious. <laughs> so it's the last night of summer camp, and we had our award ceremony tonight, and I got misgendered when they presented my award. And I know they didn't do it on purpose, but that doesn't make it hurt any less. I ended up going in the bathroom and crying. And everyone's like, oh, she didn't do it on purpose. She didn't do it on purpose, but that means that I've been here for two months and still their subconscious still thinks of me as a girl. And that's really hard. Man, Patton Oswalt's not looking good. That's, uh, <laughs> what, like, what world do we live in where this person, this mousy little whiny person has to do a little confessional? Well, I mean, what are we watching? Big Brother here? Yeah. Hey, he's got to go into the little closet and talk about it. I've been here for two months and no one, no one apparently. I'm invisible to the world. I, no one honored me by gendering me correctly. And I've been, yeah, for two go months. Go gender yourself. Go to Afghanistan. See how that works out, honey. Come to my neighborhood. <laughs> like, we don't care. I mean, really? We just, I mean, I know. Uh, somebody mentioned the other day, they said, I'm so sick of the, the racist, tr- oh. homophobic, transphobic stuff that comes out of your mouth. And I'm like, kiss my butt. I don't care what you think. Yeah. This, like, if this, like, really and truly, this is the, this is the generation yeah. we're raising. Yep. It's over. Yep. It's done. Yep. They, they're hanging people from Black Hawk helicopters that they learned to fly in four days. <laughs> four days. Oh, and just chopping people up. Just, if you're gay in Afghanistan, Glenn told the story yesterday, the Taliban went to the house of the lovers and took one of them and chopped him up, dismembered his body and spread it out all over the streets for all to see. I'd rather be misgendered. <laughs> me personally like i would rather be called a chick like hey lady i like yeah like i don't i don't want to go through gender modification with a machete right like that's a whole different deal but they someone misgendered me last night. i know like 
Stop listen, it. Listen, Just don't stop. get me wrong. I care about your feelings. I, I really do. The problem is the misplacement of your feelings, where you've put them. Like, you, you've put them somewhere that is, is unsustainable. You are guaranteed to have your feelings hurt for the rest of your life if this is the type of logic you're going to use. If something so simple as, like, you know, I put a streak of blonde in my hair ever so slightly, and no one noticed it. And I worked so hard on that little streak of blonde highlight in my brunette hair. And I know they didn't mean to not notice it, but I went into the bathroom and I cried because I've been here two months and my blonde streak was unnoticed. You, you have misplaced uh, conceptions of how the world is going to treat you. Don't raise your children to be this way, please. Like, like, listen, if, if, <laughs> like, if you, if you do have a kid that's having issues and look, I, no doubt many do talk to them and say, Hey, if you're going to be doing this in this world, you're going to have to be tough because the world ain't going to cater to you. You got to be tough because the world is rough. And, uh, it, it you know, it's like a boy named Sue, you know, <laughs> listen, I had to make you mean. Because you were going to get bitch slapped for the rest of your life <laughs> if you weren't. Like, you, I had to toughen your ass up. So I named, that's the song, Johnny Cash. I named you Sue because I wasn't <laughs> going to be around to teach you. So I was just going to make sure that you got enough fights in your life that you'd be a badass when you were an adult, right? <laughs> so parent your kids, make them tough, because the world's going to make them tough, or they're just going to be little weak saplings that are going to get swept away. The world doesn't care about you. The world doesn't care about your feelings. The world doesn't care about your gender. Doesn't care about your sexual orientation. Doesn't care who you slept with last night. Doesn't care if you got off or not. Doesn't care. Just doesn't care. Because you know why? The world's too busy trying to get off itself right now. And uh, let me just tell you, we are getting screwed. Be tough. We'll be right back. Uh, don't forget, folks, go to watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Go to chadonblaze.com. Go shopping for your Chad Prather Show merch. And sign up for the Blaze, blazetv.com slash chad. And I'll remind everybody to go to where podcasts are offered. Leave a rating and review. We deserve five stars, and we want to hear from you. Um, here is one, Annalator13, my favorite podcast. Thank you very much. Love being kept up to date on everything going on in the world. Listen to the show on my lunch break at work. You got sunburned on the back of your legs while flying kites. That's right. K Cruz at Mercury. What is it? I want you to get emails. K Cruz at blazemedia.com. There it is. It's, it's right that, here on the bottom. Yeah. Send him a little deal over there. I'm going to send some t-shirts out to some folks. Uh, anyway, um, going to be in Tyler, Texas. Packed campaign event. It's a rally. It's going to be a rally. I don't know if you've ever been to a rally. It's probably going to be fantastic. It's going to be the biggest rally probably ever, Tyler, (laughs) Texas has ever had. Uh, Crazy Cajun going to be there uh, Friday night. Bring a case of water. We're going to be sending it to folks uh, with hurricane damage and those Mm. that have lost. And also going to be raising money for our uh, those that we lost in that terrorist Mm. attack in Kabul. And uh, become hanging out with us. And if you want to find out more, again, watchchad.com. That's where all the fun stuff is. Lisa Page, I'm glad that your voice is back. 
Thank, thank you. you Me for, too. Thank you for avoiding the huge coughing fits that we know come with <laughs> these kind of things. And uh, tomorrow, I want to get more into uh, some more of this uh, Joe Biden nonsense that's going on. I want to make you aware uh, and how we can do things to make a difference and make a change in the world we're living in. I guarantee it. Tomorrow night, we're going to get off the rails. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.